own time, we give gratitude when the deed has been done. We tell someone, thank you, because they've done something. But if you look at the Bible, there are seven times Jesus Christ actually expressed thanksgiving. Two occasions. He expressed thanksgiving in revelation of himself to the people. Let's read um, Matthew eleven twenty five. He's in expressing himself to the people. That thank you that I've been revealed to the people for those who seek me humility. That was repeated again in Luke. Since at that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. Thank you, you have eaten these things from the wise and prudent and revealed them to what? To babes. Who are the babes here? I am. Those that were seeking me humility. So, two times that happened, Jesus gave thanks for the revelation of himself to the people. There are two other times again, Jesus Christ gave thanks. The feeding of the 5,000 and the 4,000. And he gave thanks before the miracle ever take place, took place. He gave thanks when what he had in his hand was not enough. He knew the bread was not enough. But the Bible says what? He lifted it in thanksgiving. Knowing for a fact that this bread is not enough to feed the 5,000. Knowing that your salary is not enough, but yet you thank him that I'll see achieve my project. The healing has not taken place, but yet you thank him. Father, I'm healed. You thank him, yes, the breakthrough hasn't come. The contract has not been signed, but yet you do what? You give him praise. Because for you to birth the miraculous, you need to thank him ahead. Because thanksgiving is an expression of your faith. That you are sure that it is done. So as we go through the main part of this year, I need to get to that mood of thanking him. You've gone through your list. Ha! This has not been done. This has not been done. I've not yet gotten married. I've not gotten that job. I've not gotten that new car. It's a reason to give him praise. See, the Bible says he lifted up the bread. You see that in Matthew 15, 36. Okay, good. And he took the seven loaves and fish and gave thanks, broke them, and gave them to his disciples. And the disciples gave them to the world multitude. So even before the miracle took place, Jesus did what? He gave thanks. So if you want to say, experience the miraculous, I need you to be thankful, church. You might say, ah, pastor, I've not achieved some of the stuff I wanted this year. I've not got to that car. I've not got that the dream job. I want to jump out. Things have not clicked yet. Is there a reason to be grateful? My brother, there are a lot of reasons. For the fact that you have a list to present is enough reason to be grateful. Because some don't even have the sense to comprehend, to put down a list of what they want. But you have the ability to conjure and say, these are my list. Is enough to be grateful for. Two occasions, Jesus Christ gave birth, gave thanksgiving to us the miraculous. Another two instances again, 
Another instance was when Lazarus went to raise up Lazarus. You see that in John 11, 40, John 11, 41 to 42. So then he took the stone from the place where the dead man was lying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you've heard me. And I know that you always hear me because of the people who are standing by. I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. Are you grateful for the fact that God can hear your prayers? So that's what Jesus Christ did there. He was thankful. He was thankful that God could hear him. So before you make those prayers, before you make those declarations, like I said, Tans gives a declaration of faith. But I thank you. I know you've heard me. Because I prayed yesterday I'm healed. I know you've heard me. So I am healed. But I, I have declared last week about that dream job. I thank you because I know you heard me last week. The Bible says Jesus Christ offered thanksgiving. Father, thank you. You've heard me. Say thank you. You've heard me. And he did that before the miracle took place. I know we are trained from childhood that when somebody do things for you, you ought thank them. But I've seen that it even works better. That if I ask Pastor Chike that I need something, before he, ever, before he even started, start to doing it or take a step to doing it, as I make that request, I say, Father, thank you, Pastor Chike. Thank you. Because it's an expression. That already puts him under that sort of pressure. You know that already. That when you tell somebody, thank you, and you're asking for 1K, or 1K dollar from Tampe, at Tampe, Tampe, have faith. Have faith. Have faith. That I ask Tampe, I need $1,000. And I say, thank you for giving it to me. And she hasn't given it to me. Automatically, it puts a form of pressure. But I know with God, you don't put pressure. But it's a, your expression of what? Confidence in God. But Father, thank you. Because I know you've heard me. Because I know you've heard me. And the last part, Paul jumping into our thanksgiving. Two other times, Jesus Christ gave thanks. Was when was the last supper. At the last supper. Just before the crucifixion. Just before he was going into the cross. Just before he was going to be crucified. In a time of difficulty. When usually what would people do? They would cry. Ah, you forgotten me. All my friends, they've they forgotten me. I'm the one going through this situation alone. I am tired. I'm mentally stressed. Because that's a new language. I have a lot going on for me. Jesus Christ never said any of that. But what the Bible says, he took the cup and gave thanks. He took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them. Say, drink for me, all of you. He was conscious of the fact of what he's going to experience in the cross. He knew what he was going through. He wasn't looking for a way to avoid it. He knew he was to go through that pain. But yet, what the Bible says, he gave thanks. 
give thanks. I listened to someone's um, message recently. He said 90% of mental illness is as a result of people avoiding pain. In trying to avoid pain. I don't know the pain you're going through. But the Bible says, in all things, do what? Give thanks. I may not give thanks because I've lost a loved one. But I'm thanking him because he will use that situation to glorify his name. So because of that, I thank God because God is glorified in that situation. I might have lost a job. I'm not thanking him because I lost the job. But I'm thanking him for that situation. Because in losing that job, I know he'll give me what something better. So whatever comes my way, I do what? I give him thanks. To break the miraculous, you need to learn to give thanks. You need to learn to give thanks. You don't necessarily have to wait. All things are rosy and good. No. 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 In all things, you need to give thanks. As a roundup, I hope you guys are ready to dance and, and praise God this morning. Lamentations 3, verse 19. Give me this. Um, the Christian Standard Bible says the. What is coming up? I'll read what I have here. It says, Remember my affliction and my homelessness and the poison verse 20 I continually remember them and I become what it says what I continue to do what remember them and what led to what led to what he being depressed says my soul still remembers and sings within me my treasure says I continually remember them Remember the issues I'm going through, the challenges I'm going through, and that led to what? That person being depressed. But when you thank God, you're moving your focus from that issue onto God. 21. Say, yet I call this to mind, therefore I have hope. Yet I call this to mind, Yet I have hope. This I recall to mind. Therefore, I have hope. So what are you recalling to mind this morning? What are you recalling to mind that God has done for you this morning? When I look at the faces, I see the miracles God has birthed in church this year. I see those who have cried at one time. Pastor, how can I go through this? What do I need to do? But yet today, standing, they are smiling. Because that seemingly difficult situation, God turned around, turned it around. I see those who stepped into this year, divorced, or at the brink of divorce. But yet today, they have a hope for their marriage. Because God, what? Stepped in. I see those who have given birth. It's seemingly easy or straightforward thing sometimes, but yet... The devil came in. But even in that same mist, God showed up. For you to be thankful, 
you need to be able to remember. You need to be able to recollect. Because if you don't, it's almost like as if a, a child who always grateful for what is in front, after that moment, they forget. But for you to be thankful, you need to be able to recall. You need to be able to recall. 22 of that lamentations. I'll read from verse 21 again. Say, yet I, I call this to mind, therefore I have hope. 22. Say, because of the Lord's faithful love, we do not perish. For his mercies never end. And that's what I need you to do this morning, church. I need to be the thing true. What has God done? We have God showed up for you through this year. Me here standing, you know my testimony. Me here standing here shouting and talking. By May, I couldn't do that all through the month of May. I couldn't do that. Because even to swallow food could not happen. For some of you, God has given you that car. That car is the memorial of what God has done. You know how you prayed? You prayed. You sowed seed. So that car is not just a means of transportation again, but it's a memory of what God has done for you. That when you look at that car, you remember what God did. For you today, you smile, you've gotten an admission. But you remember those days you begged, you pleaded, you prayed, you fasted for that admission. Yet today you take pictures. Hey, you are in school. So these are memorials. The new job God has given to you is the memorial of what God has done. The spouse that you have seated with you is a memorial of what God has done because you know what you went through in accent. So church, I'm charging you. I need you to recall. Recall what God has done. Think it true. Think it true. The times God showed up for you. For me, one thing I recall is my son graduating from the school, university. It's not a, it's not a joke. Like my wife would say, I said, oh, I have an eight-year-old son. It might sound like, see, I look at that young man, don't feel embarrassed, boy, you are. I look at that young man growing up, it's just this. But yet today, he's taller than me. And that's the faithfulness of God. That's the very faithfulness of God. That yet today is done with school. If I don't get into university. Will I be worried about university? No. Because he who has done the 18 years, we do the remaining. That's the faithfulness we have. When you recall, he embodies you. Like they say, we've passed through 99. We to be 100. God has showed up 99 times. So it's the 100th time we are scared of. No. If you're scared, it's because you've not remembered. It's because you've not recalled what God has done for you. Because if you recall, you know, say this is not beans. 
We've killed a liar and a bear. Who is this Goliath? I beg you, give me stone. I kill him. See, that's how it has. When you are thankful, it boldens you to do the miraculous. It strengthens you to do the miraculous. Church, I need us to be on our feet because I'll keep going on around this. I need to, like I said, I need to recall. Be able to be thankful. Recall those times God showed up for you. Recall those moments He was there for you. Recall the times we are sick this year that I almost felt like that is the end. But yet, God turned up. Church, I need to be expressive. Because the Bible says, shout unto the Lord. He didn't say to the extrovert to shout. He said to everybody. He didn't say the introvert should keep quiet and think. No. He said, shout. Everybody, shout to the Lord. Be expressive. Give him praise for what he has done. So I need to vocalize it. What has God done for you this year? I need to list it. He's not praying in tongues now. List those movements God showed up. When it felt like this is the end, that this is the end, but yet, but God, He showed up. But God, He was there. When it felt like everybody have left you, but God, He was there. Hey! Ah! Hey, hey, hey! Give Him praise! Hayakapalose! Give him praise. Let's go with a song. Hey. your offering. But beyond your offering, God needs to hear you. God needs you to dance. Because the heads, including you, belongs to him. So don't think it's about your money. It's about you giving him praise. It's about you expressing it. It's about you dancing before him. You are the sacrifice. Not necessarily your money. You are the sacrifice.
So church, I need you to be expressive. Be expressive before your father. Be expressive before your father. one thing God did for us this year. I remembered sometime in June or so. But sometime within the year, I met a young man outside. I engaged him. He said, Pastor, this will be my last day on earth. Looking at him, literally was ready to commit suicide. Lost, dejected. And I said, don't worry, just come into the service. He attended the service. We took him out. Because of the brethren, they prayed for him. And literally, after they prayed, you could see a change in his physique. The guy's alive. They've got him a job. See, these are the miracles God has done. So when we say, thank God, God has been good. Father, we thank you. Ha! Huh. We thank you. We're going to spend the entire day, national will be enough. But Father, from our heart, we say thank you. Say you be praised, you be glorified. For in Jesus' name we pray and worship. So I'm going to explain.